Yeah, definitely. We get to just make our life beautiful around us, mm-hmm. and then it's fun to share it. And the maker space, which is kind of what we call ourselves as makers, it's just people who make stuff. Mm-hmm. It's growing so much right now. There's a community that's being built and people there's maker spaces where you can go and like just rent the tools you need or use the tools you need and there's a lot of people are just trying to build this community now of like Mm -hmm. hey let's figure out how to make something ourselves i believe two things can be true at the same time hi my name is jessica brubaker i am a therapist by day and a personal development junkie the rest of the hours but really I'm just a gal talking to people about life. I believe that we all have our own unique journey and that we don't have to fit ourselves into just one category. We all have an and. This podcast will feature interviews of people just like you who are living into their and, as well as the story that got them there. Within these stories, we will find tangible advice on how you can live into your and too. Welcome the Brutiful Journey, the podcast. Today was such a treat. I got to have a Zoom call with Crystal and Zach of Hughes Crafted. They are local creatives who are doing their part to make our world and our spaces more beautiful. These two run a blog showcasing their own DIY projects at home, as well as the custom pieces that they design and create from idea to execution. Crystal and Zach are DIYing their home and their life, and I was so grateful to them for taking the time to share a little bit about their journey. I am also grateful to them for creating a custom built-in piece for my own home, photos of which can be found on all of my social media platforms, so go check them out, but not until after you delight in my conversation with Crystal and Zach of Hughes Crafted. Okay, we are back again today for another episode of Brutiful Journey, the podcast. I am here today via Zoom, because we are social distancing, with the creative minds behind Hughes Crafted, which is a DIY blog, and they are local to Phoenix. Welcome, Crystal and Zach. Hello. Hi. Thank you for being here with me in this awkward Zoom call instead of in person so that we can keep everybody safe. I appreciate you. (laughs) Definitely appreciate it. So the the title of this podcast is called Brutiful Journey, and I sort of always ask people to kind of start by telling their story. And with you guys, you have your own separate stories, and then you have a story together. So I don't really care how you share all of that, but can you tell me the story of Crystal, the story of Zach, and then the story of Crystal and Zach? Sure. Sure. Um, So... I mean, I guess I could start off really early. I mean, I grew up with a family that always did everything themselves. We never, ever had anyone come in and help do projects. So I kind of was raised into the DIY side of stuff. Mm-hmm. That's, I mean, that's pretty much about. You guys never hired anybody? You just were like, no. we have a thing to do. We'll just figure it out. Yeah, my dad is not the hiring type person he's very I can do this myself and does it himself well and uh, perhaps better than most people could do it (laughs) anyways (laughs) yes definitely he's very talented and 
hopefully I have learned quite a bit from him. <laughs> well, I've seen your work and your dad's work, and I think that both of you are quite talented. So you definitely got that gene from him for sure. Thank you. You're welcome. You're welcome. So does your whole family do the DIY stuff, or is it just you and your dad, or does it depend on what you're doing? Or um, So my mom and sister are kind of the, I guess, the head the masterminds behind most of the stuff. I mean, they kind of just say, hey, we want this done, and my dad does it. <laughs> They're the idea people. Exactly. Okay. <laughs> <laughs> okay, all right. What about you, Crystal? Did you grow up in a similar family? Very, very similar, which I think is why we get along so well. Um, I grew up the same way with my parents being like, okay, well, we can't actually even afford to hire somebody to do it, so let's figure out how to make it work ourselves. And do all the reno and rebuilding houses and any projects you can think of. Rebuilding whole houses? I mean, they do, like, renovations. Like, all their home renovations they've done themselves. That's pretty incredible. I can't even, like, hang a picture straight, <laughs> if I'm being 100% honest. And, like, I I have a hard time with things like that. I hi I'm the complete opposite. I hire people for all of the things. I'm like, I don't know how to do that. Who can I call? <laughs> right. See, and with my my mom can literally do anything. She sets her mind to. I mean, she is the craftiest freaking person I know on this planet. She can do anything. <laughs> so what about like with the two of you? So I know I know a little bit about your story. I know you guys have known each other for a long time, but what yeah. like how did you meet? What how long have you been together? What who's the idea person? Who's the workhorse? Is it both? Is it neither? What's the what's the tea there? Well, we kind of had we were always like in the same friend group in high school. We've known each other since middle school, actually. Wow. But it wasn't until like after we graduated high school, we ended up he Snapchatted me, and Ooh. I came over. <laughs> Smooth. <laughs> yes, and we were just like inseparable since that day, and now we've been together for over four years, and we just kind of. Even when we lived in the part, our first apartment together, we were always crafty. But moving into our house together, we were like, okay, let's, this is fun. Let's keep going. What else can we do? So <laughs> would you consider yourself high school sweethearts or no? That's a uh, weird word, but. Not really. <laughs> no. Just because we were always part of the same friend group, but we never actually like connected in that way. We were just always friends. <laughs> so what was, um, I don't know if there's an answer to this question, but I'm going to ask it anyways. What, was there, like, a, a project where you, like, you know, your eyes met over the wooden pallet, and you're like, oh, this is my person, or is that not a thing? Does that only happen on television? I think that's definitely television. <laughs> yeah, I don't think we really had a moment like that. We were both just like, hey, we want to do, like, the first thing we did in our house was tear out some cabinets, and Zach is just the type of person to be like, hey, I'm gonna, I want to do this. And then he just does it. And you're just like, okay, well, we'll figure it out as we go. And we're both that kind of mentality where if we don't know how to do it, we'll figure it out. Okay. Is that, was that also true when you decided to start a blog? Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> Definitely have no idea what I'm doing. Totally winging it. But, I mean, it's fun. It's fun being able to be creative and share something in a different outlet yeah. other than it just being for us. Well, and I've seen a lot of your projects, and I actually have you working on a special project for me. <laughs> I'm really excited about it. Um, and I guess I don't, I am, 
not that I'm not a creative person because I think that we all have like our creative spin, but I'm not right. creative in that way. So I'm curious just from each of you, like, how do you get inspiration? Where do your ideas come from? And then also, I think that I'm curious about that as a couple who does these things together. Like, do you guys go, okay, let's sit down and talk about our projects for the next year? Or is it like, hey, I have this idea. Okay, let's figure it out. And the other person is like, hey, I have this idea. Let's figure it out. Half and half, I want to say. A lot of the time, we're just sitting on the couch and we'll just have an idea and we're like, hey, let's make a note about that so we can revisit it later. And sometimes you revisit your notes and they're not great ideas. (laughs) (laughs) You're like, what was I thinking? But a lot of the time, it's half and half where I'll think of something or Zach will think of something and we're like, okay, well, how can we make it happen? I think in a way he's kind of more creative and driven than I am. I'm like arts and crafty and like I want to take pictures and I want to write, but he's creative and like he can make stuff from nothing. Well, I think that Zach could probably build about anything from what I have seen. Mm-hmm. Yeah. He's trying to at least. Yeah. I, I, I don't know. I think it's pretty impressive. Um. <laughs> So what, I guess, what made you decide to put it on a blog? Was it just to share share the things? Because not everybody's going to come to your house, right? Or are you hoping to make it more of like a business venture? Or both? Um, I think it's a little bit of both. We definitely started it out to kind of share our experience of our projects throughout our house. Um, but the more and more we do stuff, we, we more want to go towards the business side of stuff. Yeah. We're falling in love with doing things for ourselves and just being creative all the time. Yeah, that's it's a it's a very different space. Um, and yeah. you, you neither one of you needs to share if you don't want to, like where you work or what you do and all of those things. But I think that to be in that creative mindset when the thing that you do all day is not always creative, you know what I mean? Yeah. I think that that it's a really um, it's a really solid outlet, and I'm really grateful that those things exist so that you know you can keep your brain chugging I think it's the thing that stops us from being bored with life you know what I mean yeah definitely we get to just make our life beautiful around us Mm -hmm. and then it's fun to share it in the maker space which is kind of what we call ourselves as makers it's just people who make stuff Mm -hmm. it's growing so much right now there's a community that's being built and people there's maker spaces where you can go and like just rent the tools you need or use the tools you need and there's a lot of people are just trying to build this community now of like Mm -hmm. hey let's figure out how to make something ourselves instead of buying it well and I think that that's really beautiful and I like I will just share um the the thing that you are making for me so for my whoever my listeners are I have this really awkward space under my stairs Mm -hmm. Right. And so I called you up and I was like, listen, I have this really awkward space under my stairs. Can you make it usable, essentially? And that, for the most part, that's all that I said. And the thing that you created is like exactly what was in my brain. And I don't know how you got in there because I was like, oh, my gosh, that's absolutely perfect. So I'm curious, like if as you go more and more towards the business side of things, what do you see your process being like? Is it okay for somebody to be like? hey, I need a thing, and you just go with it? Or do you want to do something a little bit more formalized? Um, I I absolutely love figuring out solutions to problems, like such as yours, having such an odd space to, 
to make it useful. Mm-hmm. But I I really would like to get more towards the furniture side of woodworking okay. and stuff. Um, but I definitely love figuring out solutions. <laughs> yeah. yeah. A lot of like what he likes to do is like, how can I fix this? How can I make it work? Right. Yeah, well, and just... how, how can I make it functional? Yes. Yes. Mm-hmm. Exactly. Okay. So what? Uh, what do you like about the furniture side of things in that same regard? Because I think that furniture is functional too. And are you more interested in the functionality of it? Are you more interested in the beauty of it? Is it a little bit of both? Is it neither of those things? I It's definitely more of the beauty. I love just beautiful wood, real modern type style. Anything... Anything wood, really. Would either of you have words for how you characterize your style? Because you said kind of modern, and so I asked that question Mid-century because... Mid-century modern, for sure. What does that mean? Like, 60s, 70s, but with a modern, like, not modern color scheme and a modern take on stuff, but... Totally. I mean, if you saw like our classic cars, you know, we're 60s, 70s people. Yeah. <laughs> it's kind of music we listen to. It's like our whole vibe. That's what we love. You're in the wrong era, but in a beautiful <laughs> yeah, way. <definitely>. Old spirits. <laughs> yeah, that's for sure. One of my, the favorite photos I ever saw of you guys that you shared on, uh, I think it was Instagram, was the picture of your garage where like Zach's Mercury, correct? Yeah. Mercury and then your VW um, bus mm-hmm. side by side and it said his and hers and I was like oh my goodness I love these humans so <laughs> yeah. much that's so adorable I love that picture my friend commented and she was like oh that's like all the things you love in one picture yeah. so I was like yeah it is my dogs are in it our cars are in it we're working on a project we're together which is like another driving force of like we just want to hang out yeah. like surprisingly even though we do, we're human beings, we get into those nerves, we just want to hang out all the time. That's like the main driving force for all of it. <laughs> so that you can have something to do while you're spending time together. Yeah, I definitely. That. I think that's really, really lovely. I think that this is a weird thing to say, but I think that it's important when you can um, share a passion like that with your partner. Um, not everybody does, and I think that that's okay too, but to mm-hmm. be able to spend your spare time with each other, I think is really lovely yeah. particularly when you don't you know have children and you know things of that nature yeah Just I think hang that out. <laughs> um do either of you have a favorite project that you've ever done uh for me it's my bathroom and I say my bathroom because Zach uses the guest bathroom and I use it all to myself <laughs> <laughs> so we completely redid the bathroom and Zach put so much time and work into that oh and the bed yeah. We have a platform bed that he, what did you take apart to build it with? Um, a couple metal shipping containers. He took apart metal shipping containers, welded, and made this beautiful wood headboard. And it's been our bed since we were in the apartment. We've had it forever, and I'm sure we'll have that forever because it's, like, durable, which is another cool thing about, like, when you make something yourself, it's going to last a long time. Yeah. Or have it made for you, or it's just made by peep by hand. As opposed to machines. Handcrafted, yeah. Mm-hmm. I think that that makes a really big difference. And I, um, you know, one of the things that I hope, this is a little bit of a tangent, so I apologize, but one of the things that I hope comes out of this whole, like, social distancing movement is that we pay a lot more attention to our connections with people 
and uh-huh. particularly with our connections with like local businesses and stuff like that. Yeah. Um, because I think that it, it it's definitely a little bit different to order a custom under the stairs thing from a local business than it would be to order from like this huge corporation. Maybe the timing is different. Maybe the process is different. But to support a local business, particularly in a time like this, I think, um, I don't know, I, I hope that what comes out of all of this is is that. You Definitely. Know I mean? And I think I've seen it a lot where a lot of people are saying like, hey, do you have a local business we can support mm-hmm. instead of buying from a big box manufacturer Absolutely. and you're paying for somebody's heart and spirit to go into something and you're supporting a family and it's I remember my I grew up with my dad being a business owner he'd be like oh a tire that's our meal for tonight like that's dinner mm-hmm. you're putting food on someone's table yeah well and what I also love about working with a, a small business and especially in this what, what did you call it the maker space mm-hmm. the maker space that under the stairs thing that doesn't have a name like I'm the only person in the world that's gonna have that like this is not like you know cookie cutter everybody has this same shelf from one of those big stores like I'm the only person that's going to own that and that's really cool and it fits something that like it has it's gonna have a wine fridge in it not something you can order off the internet it's gonna be able to accommodate like a wine fridge if you're customizing it to you, yes. your lifestyle. Yes. Well, and I also really love, I'm not going to live in this house forever, right? Right. And because that thing is customized for that little space, I'm going to get to leave a little bit of myself behind. Yeah. You know, for whoever inhabits that space next. So I just, I think that it, it when you are able to support a business like that, when you're able to support like humans like that, I just think that it connects us a little bit more deeply. And I just, I don't know. I, Definitely. I, I love people. I love feelings. I'm a therapist. <laughs> yeah, I think but... that's at the heart of it too. Is we are. We don't like. He doesn't like to admit it, but we are mushy feeling yeah. people. That's we so cute. Are those kinds of people that really like we do everything with our whole heart? Yeah. To build stuff is such a beautiful thing. Do you notice? And I don't. I, this is another question. I'm not sure if I know what the answer is going to be. But do you notice that you have like a signature, like? And I don't mean that you sign your stuff. I just mean, like, everything that you make, maybe your signature is, like, everything I make is wood. Or everything that I make has, like, this particular angle. Or, like like I said, I don't know that I know what the answer is. But do you think that you have a signature or, like, a signature look? Or is there an answer to that question? Um, I'm not sure I quite have, like, the signature look yet that most people pick up. Um, I think we're still pretty young and in the starting phase and working towards setting our signature or our path. Our and. We we're do. still oh. making our and. Oh my gosh. We're still creating it. We're figuring it out. That's my next question. Oh my gosh. What an excellent like transition into that because that when I first started this podcast, that was my whole premise is that we everybody has an and and right. one of the things that I love about the two of you, and again, we don't need to share where you work, but like you work pretty like standard office like I know you don't work in an office act, but like standard kind of jobs, right? Yeah. And then you yeah. come home and I would bet, with the exception of the people that you maybe interact with at work, but I would bet people don't have any idea the depth of your creativity unless they really know you. And so- yeah. 
from, I would say that's true. <laughs> from what I see, that that's your and. Do you guys feel that that's true, or do you think that there's some other stuff going on there? I think that's true. I, yeah, I, I think that's definitely true. Okay. So what do you think... Um, I'm going to ask you two questions. It's a two-parter. What is the benefit of that for you? And this might be different for the two of you, but what's the benefit of like working a standard nine to five and then coming home and being able to be completely creative? And then also what's the disadvantage there? What are the challenges there? I think the benefits is like my day to day can get pretty boring at times. I mean, it's a typical office job. I mean, I, I love my job, mm-hmm. appreciate it, mm-hmm. but it's not creative like what we do when we're off the clock. Mm-hmm. It's just a different part of my brain that I get to use. It's more analytical at work. And then here it's like, I get to do it from scratch. How I want it. <laughs> how I want it. <laughs> a little bit, yeah, how I want it. <laughs> okay. okay. Do you have yeah, a... I... Go so ahead. I work for a aerospace manufacturing company, and it's very production all day long, nonstop, mm-hmm. and it gets it gets very boring. So I get to come home, and I can sit in front of the computer and just design whatever I want, or just go out in the garage and work on stuff, and just yeah. totally forget about everything. And just that's my my reset button. Okay. What are what do you think are the challenges? Well, most of my day goes to work in a job <laughs> when I kind of wish I could put more time towards myself. But at the same time, I am grateful for the time that I do have mm-hmm. and trying to make the best of it right now. Mm-hmm. Hopefully we can continue to focus more time on he's crafted more and more as mm-hmm. time goes on. That's the ultimate goal. Yeah. But I mean, we're having fun right now. We're still figuring it out, mm-hmm. but it's awesome. Well, and I think that when you have that entrepreneurial bug where like, you're like, okay, I did this thing because I love it, but now can I turn this into a business? There's this weird balance between like, okay, I'm going to work this, my day job to put food on the table. Right. And then also I would like to put all this effort towards, you know, this thing that I'm trying to create. And then there has to be this balance and there's often a tipping point where you're like, okay, I'm going to be all in, but it takes a lot to get there because you need to put food on the table. Exactly. Definitely. And sometimes I'll even say like, he gets home from work and I'm like, oh, so what are you working on now? Like, what are you doing for this job? (laughs) We already (laughs) call it our job. I love that. We're already, we're trying to treat it more and more that way. So it can continue to grow that way for us. Okay. I, um, I do a lot of like, I live in the self- help personal development space and a lot of people really believe and I think I do too in this idea of like speaking your goals into existence and like saying things as if they're already true like instead of saying we're working on Hughes Crafted being a business you're like this is my business just because I haven't necessarily made you know a boatload of money yet this is my business yeah and I think that that can be really important and really powerful to kind of like Speak what you seek into yeah. existence. Definitely. Putting more power behind it Absolutely. instead of it just being a hobby. So it's interesting that you call it a hobby because oftentimes people, when I ask people like, hey, what do you do for self-care? The thing that they say is their hobby. And I think sometimes when you turn that hobby into a business, not that mm-hmm. you don't love it, not that it doesn't fill you up, but it does. it's not always self-care anymore 
when right. when it moves into that space. Do you feel like this is still part of your self-care? And then regardless of what the answer to that question is, generally what did the two of you do for self-care? I would say, yeah, it's still at this time a part of our self-care because, like, we both work Monday through Friday, 9 to 5, yeah. like, that kind of time frame, typical time frame. And so on the weekends, it's that's our downtime. We're just in the garage. We're just hanging out, working on projects, coming up with something else to make. So it's still at this time kind of a hobby, but it's turning in some more. Okay. <laughs> Is that also your answer, Zach? Yeah, I, that was a- exactly my answer but I could see it changing eventually I mean that's the hope yeah yeah I understand that not every day is gonna eventually be fun or us just hanging out like I said <laughs> but I'm okay with it changing because <laughs> yeah, it's gonna be our thing yeah fully our thing I mean it already is but <laughs> well and it what when it turns into a full-blown business there's other things that you're considering besides just the creative process like how are you balancing the books and how are you advertising and you know all of those things so it's definitely not it's not all fun and games all the time that's for sure right so um the two of you as a couple you said you've been together four years and I know that you do these things together so Mm -hmm. perhaps that is the answer to this question but what do you do for relationship care like do you when we're not social distancing do you have date nights or is your date night in the garage building stuff uh, yeah, our... it's in the garage building yeah. stuff, or it's, I'm, I love video games, so okay. it's playing video games, or it's watching YouTube, and it's watching other makers, yes. <laughs> like, there's this couple named Evan and Caitlin, and they're literally goals, they make, and they make, they have a YouTube, and they just hang out. <laughs> that sounds so lovely. Yeah. I'm sure there's more to it that you don't see on the camera, but that sounds really lovely. Oh, it sounds so nice. There's definitely more to it. I mean, I can imagine that it's stressful, especially, like, having a whole YouTube. Mm-hmm. That's crazy. Mm-hmm. But it's a lot of fun. <laughs> do you see yourself, do you, the two of you see yourself having a YouTube at some point, or would you rather focus more on the, like, hey, I'd like you to pay me to do things aspect of it? That's the side I want to focus on more is the, mm-hmm. hey, I need this made, what can you do side. Yeah. yeah. You're like, don't I mean, do it yourself. Like, I'll do it for you. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. I mean, we'd love to, like, just get into, like, do you need displays for your business? Okay, we can make displays. Do you need this? Like, just put, like we can figure it out. <laughs> I love that. I love that. Cool. Well, I with everybody that I talk to, I have this, like, super random list of questions that I find mm-hmm. to be intriguing about people's personalities. Um, and it doesn't really have anything to do with your business or anything like that. I just am like curious because I think that human behavior is really, really interesting. It's kind of Uh my thing. Um, are you guys okay if I ask you the random questions? Yeah, of course. Okay. So my first question is always, how do you wake up in the morning? And I don't mean what time do you wake up? I mean, literally, how do you wake up? Do you snooze? Do you not set an alarm? Did, like, your dog jump on your bed? Like, what is a good morning welcome to the day look like for Zach and Crystal? Um, so I I get up as soon as my alarm goes off. Uh, if I don't get up, I will be back to sleep for multiple hours. <laughs> okay. Um, I, I get up, feed the dogs, get in the shower, and go. 
And I have like a million different alarms that I sleep through every single morning because my brain just knows they're there. Yeah. <laughs> and I don't get up. I like lay in bed for an hour and just chill. <laughs> I, um, I recently purchased for myself one of those alarm clocks that like it lights up first. Uh-huh. So it's supposed to like match the sunrise or whatever. And supposedly it slowly wakes you up and then when your alarm goes off you're already like kind of awake and I am telling you it is magic oh that's crazy it is magic when my alarm goes off I'm like oh I'm awake that's so interesting I really enjoy it so because uh, I I'm a like set 17 alarms and like snooze yeah. snooze snooze it just it's, it's pulling me out. Even on the weekends when I don't have any place to be, like I'm the type of person who's like, okay, I need to have my cup of coffee and just chill for an hour before I can get going. Yeah. I'm just slow. Yeah. Well, sometimes you just have to ease into the day. Not every day allows you to do that, but right. I get that. And also not every body has to do that, but I'm an ease into the day kind of gal myself. Mm-hmm. So, um, do you have like a morning routine? I heard what Zach said that he like gets up, feeds the dogs, gets in the shower and goes. Is there um, like a, do you make your bed? Do you make coffee? Does he make coffee for you? Does she make coffee for you? Like Zach leaves coffee made every morning. So that's like the first thing I do is I get up and I pour myself a cup of coffee. But for me during the work week, it's very much get up get coffee, sit at my desk since I work from home, and Mm -hmm. I just get going. But I do take, like, a few minutes every morning to, like, write out my plans for the day or my goals for the day, what I want to accomplish. And then I take, like, a long break to journal later on in the day. Oh, I love that. That's the benefit of being able to work from home is that if you need to journal, you can. Yes. You know, and insert (laughs) lots of different things with journal. I love that. Mm -hmm. Um, Are you a planner? Um, to both of you, are either of you a planner or do you operate out of spontaneity? I'm a hardcore planner. Like if it's not written on my calendar, it's not happening. And I need to have every bullet point of everything that could possibly happen. (laughs) I am not a planner whatsoever. I just plan day by day. (laughs) Does Crystal plan for you? Sometimes. I make a doctor's appointment, so yeah. <laughs> <laughs> all, right, all right, I love that, I love that. Um, what is your most consumed beverage? It does not have to be your favorite one, but what do you drink most often? Water. Coffee. Okay. If I were to ask you what is your favorite beverage, do those answers stay the same? No. Probably. Mountain Dew for me. <laughs> <laughs> That's really interesting. I don't think that I would have took you for a Mountain Dew person. I don't know what I think a Mountain Dew person is, but that's really interesting. That's really interesting. I think that one has to tie back to, like, the car culture that we're really into, too. Mountain Dew? That's the Mountain Dew, yeah. (laughs) They call it Bartle Skeet. That, I'm like, like, I'm shook. That's really interesting. Huh. Is it, I don't, I mean, this is, again, a little bit of a tangent, but I think that it's funny the way that things connect like that. Like, I would have mm-hmm. never yeah. thought that Mountain Dew would fit into, like, 60s car culture. Because I just, right. I see you sitting around, like, a random Safeway with everybody's classic cars out and drinking oh, yeah. Mountain Dew. Yeah, that's where my, my soul feels happy just hearing those words. Car shows sitting around chatting. <laughs> yeah. I, um... 
I think that this this time is a really hard time for lots of people, but like mm-hmm. because things like that can't happen right now. Right. You know what I mean? Unless you like park really far apart from each other. Right. That definitely is hard. I mean, we went to we got to go to one car show before all this happened. Mm-hmm. It was like very early before things got really serious, and so it's definitely been tough. Goodness gracious. Um, okay, so if one of those classic cars was a time machine, like a DeLorean, mm-hmm. just kidding, doesn't have to be a DeLorean, um, but if you were to go back in time to your 16-year-old self, what is one thing you would like to tell them? It's okay for not everybody to like you. Ooh, that's a good one. It's okay to make mistakes. <laughs> I think I would say don't worry so much about trying to figure out what you're going to do for the rest of your life. Worry about what you want to do at that point in time. I love that. Kind of like be in the now. Exactly. Okay. Okay, so if you were to get back into that classic car, not a DeLorean time machine, (laughs) but this time you're going 10 years into the future. So when when I originally wrote this question, I wrote it as, what would you tell your 10 years from now self? I I think, though, that I've sort of, like, amended it to more, like, what, what do you hope that your 10 years from now self is saying in general? Slash, like, what, would, what do you think they would tell you? I think if I was talking to myself, I would say, I'm really proud of you for just realizing that it's not a mistake, it's a lesson. And you picked yourself up and you kept going. I love that. Yeah, I I agree with that. And I think I would... Good job for keeping on. Yeah, just keep going. Good job. (laughs) Keep on keeping on. Hopefully I'm working in a big shop for myself at that point. (laughs) Would you call it Hughes Crafted if you were working your own shop? Is that going to be the brand? Yes. Pretty sure that's what it's going to say. He's crafted, yeah. I love that. What is your nighttime routine? So it's evening time when we are talking. Um, mm-hmm. So, like, what, what happens next? Some YouTube. Some YouTube. <laughs> Makers we, on YouTube. Yeah, we pretty much, like, surround ourselves with the things that we want to embody in our life. Mm. And so a lot of watching makers and finding inspiration, looking on Pinterest while we're watching TV and then we go to bed and we're looking at more stuff for ideas as we're falling asleep. (laughs) Do you, do you guys keep like an idea list, an idea journal? Do you like, is it just on Pinterest? Like all of the above. Yeah, it's all over the place. We have a couple of like shared memos. So we just add things on there back and forth. Or if I have an idea, I'll just be like, okay, add it to the list. <laughs> and Pinterest is definitely a big one. We have multiple boards with shared projects. Yeah. Um, I, I follow you on Instagram. You, do you guys have a Facebook? Do I follow you on Facebook? We do have a Facebook. We just don't really maintain it as much as we do all the other social medias. I, but we do have it. I know I follow you on Instagram. Is your Pinterest a Hughes Crafted Pinterest or is it a Zach and Crystal? Pi- it is actually a Hughes Crafted Pinterest as well. I'm going to have to follow that. Pinterest is like, yeah. it's it's where it's at at the moment in terms of social media. Like, don't get me wrong. I love the gram. I live on Instagram. Yeah. But Pinterest is... It's really popping over there. It definitely is. It kind of depends. I mean, there's so many different social medias, so it depends what 
who you're trying to contact or connect with. Very true. Very true. So definitely. Very true. So since we're talking about it, how if somebody is listening to this and is like, Hughes Crafted is like my people, I need a chair, I need a table, I need an under the <laughs> stairs thing. Um, how do we find you? And so you can tell me like social, website, like all of that stuff. You can also tell me um, if you would, like what would the process be in terms of like, dear Zach and Crystal, I need a table, go. Like what, what does that need to look like? I would say we definitely have our website, HughesCrafted.com. Um, Instagram is the same handle, HughesCrafted. And then we have HughesCrafted Cars for our cars as well. I love that. Uh, we have our Facebook, HughesCrafted. They're all linked together. I think the best way is probably to send us an email, HughesCrafted at gmail.com. Okay. With an idea. Yeah. Um, kind of letting know the starting point. Even if you just say, hey, I want a table, we'd be like, okay. Well, let's sit down and talk about what kind of table you're looking for because there's a lot of different tables true how many people do you want to sit what kind of chairs are you looking for there's a lot of different little like what colors do you want and those are kind of things we'd all discuss as we go forward so do you have strong feelings about and i think that different people would approach this differently which is why i'm asking the question do you have strong feelings about if somebody was like listen i want a table like let's talk about it and then give me a quote or if they were like listen I want a table and I have this much money to spend. What can you do? Or like, does it really matter to you guys? No, not at all. I, I definitely would work with the budget side of stuff mm -hmm. and try to figure out what we can do for that price range. Or we can do the, I will draw something up. We'll get something figured out and then I can give you a quote. Okay. And do you generally prefer that people are giving you like a deposit? or you know pay in sections or what's what's the what's the deal there um we definitely like it a deposit at least to cover the cost of materials okay that makes sense, mm -hmm. that makes sense. what's not cheap no yeah. you're right about that you're right about that's that a, that's a lot of it sometimes people don't realize how much like the wood cost like the materials actually cost for projects yeah, yeah. i think yeah, that works. people have this thought in their head that um <clears throat> all of the money is in the labor. And I think perhaps a big chunk of it is like, it takes up a lot of your time, but materials are not cheap, especially yeah. good quality materials. When you're handcrafting something, I mean, we're not, we try to not skimp if we don't have to, but we're definitely willing to work with budgets for the people that can't. Mm -hmm. We're not using material from Home Depot. We're using high quality hardwoods. <laughs> I, I have to, when we were going back and forth about my under the stairs thing, when you were working on my quote and you said, I have to go to the place where I get my wood. And I was like, where does one get wood? Like, is there a wood store? Like, I don't, I don't really understand what that means, but I mean, all right. When we started dating, I had no idea. I was like, there's places where you can just get wood? Like. And now that's like our favorite place to do on the weekends. Yes. We just go walk around and look at wood. <laughs> Does it smell really good in there? It's yes. wonderful. <laughs> I love the smell of wood. There's some pretty cool wood you wouldn't even realize. Yeah, if you ever have time, stop into a woodworker's source. It's pretty cool. Do you, the, I, I didn't expect that I was going to ask this question. Do you have a preferred wood or does it depend on the project? Definitely depends on the project. Okay. We so, have a preferred place to get wood. <laughs> Porter <laughs> Barnwood. <laughs> Does it, when you, when both of us say it depends on the project, is it like, 
I want to make sure I ask this the way that it is in my brain. Is it like something like a table would need thicker wood because you're going to sit at it versus like something that's going to go on the wall is thinner wood that could maybe be pretty? That's, I don't know what I'm asking. That's definitely true. Um, it more comes down to the look of the wood and the quality. Yeah, like say you want something painted, I'm not going to go buy really expensive beautiful wood to just cover it up with paint <laughs> we're gonna get something durable but yeah. that is made more for that project whereas if you want a table where you never have to put a tablecloth on it you're gonna want something that's really pretty to look at yes that's true and something that will last yeah <laughs> i don't remember what kind of wood is my under the stairs thing um you it's a lot of birch plywood and mm -hmm. um it's actually really pretty. It'd be like a pretty table, actually. I believe <laughs> it's it. like a thing right now. To and know. then it's gonna have a poplar front face frame. Okay. So, um, what's our what's our time frame at this moment? Because I kind of want to attach photos of it to um, to my post when I when I post, so that all of these lovely humans that are listening can be like, oh my gosh, this is the under the stairs thing that they were talking about. Right. It's actually almost, it's coming along. Yeah, I'm pushing for this weekend. Oh, wow. <laughs> yeah. So. Oh, wow. We might have to wait a little while before you can come put it in, though. Yeah, but yeah. I can at least send you some pictures or something. I, I would appreciate that so <laughs> much. I'm really excited about it. We I'm, can come in with a full suit, a yeah. little white suit to install it. Hazmat suit? <laughs> yeah. Get it done. Don't worry. I could just cover you with like a blanket. It will be fine. <laughs> there you go. <laughs> awesome. Well, I really, really appreciate that you guys sat down with me today. Um, I know that it is late into the evening because we all have day jobs. Um, mm -hmm. And this was the best time for us to do this. Um, but I appreciate you taking the time. It was really, really lovely to hear a little bit more about your story. Um, and I'm super excited about my under the stairs thing. And I'm super excited to show the world my under the stairs thing and I am um, I'm also just like kind of like enthralled with what you two do and I cannot wait to see the things that that come for Hughes Crafted because I think that you guys have a lot of really cool stuff coming in the near future as, as soon as we can be around humans again yes <laughs> cool all right thank you so much Thank you so much for listening to my talk with Crystal and Zach. Remember that you can check out photos of the custom piece they created for me on all of my social media platforms. If you enjoyed today's conversation, don't forget to rate, review, and subscribe on your podcast listening app. If you really liked what you heard, snap a screenshot of you listening and post it on your social so that more people can find out about Hughes Crafted and Brutiful Journey. Don't forget to tag me at Jessica M. Brew so that I can thank you personally. As a disclaimer, although I am a licensed professional counselor, this podcast is meant to inspire and it's not intended to be a replacement for therapy. If you are struggling or having thoughts of hurting yourself, please consult with a qualified mental health professional or call the National Suicide Prevention Hotline at 1-800-273-8255. You matter, and you deserve the help and support. Thank you again for listening. I am so grateful to be a part of your journey and to have you be a part of mine.